When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1766, What Would You Do If You Had All the Money in the World? by Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading you blogs every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. I cover personal development or self-help, minimalism, productivity, and more. Our other five shows cover finance, health, relationships, entrepreneurship, and questions and answers from a life coach, so you can check those out. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of our shows. But for now, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. What would you do if you had all the money in the world? By Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com. There's a question they ask in self-help groups that drives me crazy. The question is, what would you do with your time if you had $10 million in cash? The first problem with this question is it assumes the people who struggle with what they're doing in their lives don't have $10 million in cash, which is wrong. The second problem is it assumes that $10 million is enough to free you of your financial burdens, which is also wrong, because financial burdens, after a certain point, are psychological burdens, and there is no amount of money that can rid you of psychological burdens. You have to actually do the work. The third problem is, Is this $10 million pre or post-tax? And lastly, this question sucks because the answer is not helpful. Assuming you can get your mind to a place where you can entertain not having a financial burden, then the question triggers the paradox of choice problem, which is basically that we collapse under the weight of limitless possibility. The too long didn't read version? More is not better when it comes to decision-making. Read Paradox of Choice by Barry Schwartz. The question is supposed to help you identify your true desire. Like, if I had all the money in the world, I'd paint every day. So it uncovers your not-so-secret desire to paint, and then you can reverse-engineer your life to include more painting time, or something. Most humans, however, don't have a clear-cut passion like painting. We're a bit more complicated and interesting. And this question is a bit too simplistic. But moreover, the answer confuses, or rather equates, enjoyment and fulfillment, which are not the same. I enjoy a full-bodied, earthy Cabernet, but it doesn't fulfill me. Writing fulfills me, and I almost never enjoy it. That's not entirely true, but like I'd hardly call this fun. I'd call it hard f***ing work that I wouldn't trade for the world. Anyway, a recent interaction has me reevaluating my stance on this aforementioned garbage question. Contrary to what cancel culture will have you think, we humans can, in fact, change our minds. Okay, that's a little snarky. What I mean to say is that the gift of being human is changing your mind, expanding your worldview, and updating your opinions based on new evidence or information, which is what happened to me when I met Cal. Cal is a friend who I got to know shortly after he'd gotten laid off and became a default stay-at-home dad. Cal cowered in shame as he told me that he'd recently realized that if he had all the money in the world, he'd drink beer, watch reality TV, and spend time with his kids. He was embarrassed. He was embarrassed because he believed his true desires revealed that he was an unambitious sack of 
He even started going to therapy to try and understand what was wrong with him. Why wasn't he ambitious? Why didn't he try harder? Why was he such a lazy sack of I started asking Cal some questions and what I discovered was pretty mundane, which is going to be annoying for you as the reader wondering where this story is going. He's a regular dude who enjoyed his life. That's it. That was what the world told him was a problem. He was a regular dude who enjoyed life. That's it. That is what we think is a problem. We equals his friends, family, me, probably you. Even his therapist entertained this for a bit. Bad therapist, bad. No treats for you. His problem was he wasn't striving for anything. He was, wait for it, content. He was happy. He loved time with his kids, even when he was exhausted and annoyed. He liked being a dad. He enjoyed beer and reading books and watching TV and going out with his friends. He simply enjoyed his life. And while he agreed more money would be nice, he wasn't feeling like his life or his kids' lives were wanting. This blew my mind. I didn't know anyone like Cal. The people I knew who lived like Cal got there by settling, aka submitting to circumstances they were deeply unhappy with, marriages they hated, children they resented, jobs they felt bitter about. Lest we forget also an addiction to the acquisition of stuff. I thought Cal was one of those. I thought he was a settler who had a secret ambition to do more with his life when he first shared this with me. I agreed with what the world told him. Try harder, hustle, be more but he was actually a pioneer and feeling fulfilled. The things most of us are chasing, we can't find outside of ourselves, which yes, I roll. It's a nice bumper sticker, but it isn't gonna pay for your kid's college. I get it, trust me. Living in a world that rewards your sense of not enoughness is why we have an epidemic of internalized shame in this country. We live in a world where the most subversive thing you can do is be satisfied with who you are and what you want. So, What would you do if you had all the money in the world? Same thing you should do now. Love and accept yourself. I dare you to believe you are enough. Double dare you. You just listened to the post titled, What Would You Do If You Had All the Money in the World? by Margot Aaron of ThatSeemsImportant.com. Thank you to Margot. She reminds me of those self-help authors who are sort of anti-self-help, like Mark Manson which always provides a different perspective. Because for me, I've always enjoyed that question of what would you do with X dollars, maybe not 10 million, but 20 or 100. She said that the answer isn't helpful because we usually don't have a clear-cut passion and it equates enjoyment with fulfillment, which is a fair point. But that's where I'd say to look deeper. If your answer was, I'd paint. Well, that's not gonna take up all your time and if you did it for 12 hours a day every day, you'd probably lose your mind and get really sick of it. So I'd argue, you should think about both. What would you do for enjoyment and what actually fulfills you? What would it take for you to be content in life like Cal and Margot's story? Can you simply live now and love and accept yourself and is that enough? All things to think over whether or not you don't like the $10 million question. So I'll leave you with those questions. Have a great day, great weekend if you're listening in real time and I'll see you tomorrow for Minimalist Monday where your optimal life awaits.